The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. in the murder house, we escaped the asylum, we protected the coven, we attended the freak show, we checked into the hotel, we had a Roanoke nightmare, we joined the cult, we stopped the apocalypse, we survived 1984, and now we watched the double feature. We actually survived that too. Welcome to Are You Afraid? Double Feature Part 2. Death Valley, brought to you by KHS News from the West, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series. Poppy Chula Radio, celebrating a decade of podcasting excellence. Today is Thursday, October 21st, 2021, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. During this podcast, we'll be having an in-depth discussion on the season finale of FX's American Horror Story double feature. Please welcome my co-hosts, Madison Fitzpatrick. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Odina Gonzalez. Buckle up, everybody. Priscilla Rocha. Happy evacuation day, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's my favorite holiday. And Vinny Hatcher. Hello, hello. Tentacles and plot holes abound. Let's do it. Well, you fill the plot holes with the tentacles. That's yeah, how they made tentacle point, porn. <laughs> Isn't that? I'm assuming. Uh, we, we could actually do the oral history of tentacle porn, and that might be much more interesting than what we're going to talk about. But I just want to Google that and see what comes up. Oral history of tentacle porn. <laughs> tentacle porn. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can send that to us in the chat. Right. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's jump into our recap of Season 10, Episode 10, which was titled... The Future Perfect, and aired October 20th, 2021. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. Mamie takes matters into her own hands. The fate of the future is revealed. But is it really? Okay, everybody. We're going to talk about the season finale. Well, technically it's the finale of Death Valley, it's also the finale of Double Feature, because it's the last episode of Double Feature. We are all breathing a huge sigh of relief, because it's the final episode of Double Feature. I will say, listeners, the reaction to this episode on the interwebs, on the platforms, as we like to say, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, has been scathing. Like, I don't feel like I've read at all a positive review of this and I will say this, I'm usually the nicer one out of my co-hosts. Don't tell them I said this. But I am the nicer one. And I usually rate it in a very kind kind of way. There's no kindness tonight. Are you joining us on the island of hatred? Potentially. Uh, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> on the road there, and I might be there by the end of the episode. Uh, Priscilla and I have actually been enjoying this, so I'm, I'm hella interested in, in seeing if we are all sort of mind-melding for this as well. 
So let's start off as we have been these past, um, well, including this one, would be the four episodes, talking about the past. We got a lot of black and white. Well, actually, no, that's a lie. We got a little less black and white in this episode than we have the past three episodes. Uh, we do um, take a little jaunt into the 70s. Uh, we basically see that Richard Nixon's impeachment is because of his um, skittishness with the aliens. We also get, for whatever reason, lizard people involved in the storyline, which I'm like, that would have been an interesting plot point at least two episodes ago. The fact that you're just bringing it in now is like, Okay. Like, I know the lizard people is a conspiracy theory. Like, I understand it. Like, you know, we're getting every single fucking conspiracy theory that's ever existed, you know, within the past 50 years it, it, during these black and white segments. I fully understand that. And I don't mind it. This is It's like the QAnon horror story. You know, we had, you know, the Democrats' like worst nightmares come true in cult. So in Death Valley, we're getting all the QAnon shit becoming a reality, you know? And that sort of thing. You know, I get it. Conspiracy theories are a thing. They exist out there. And um, it, it makes sense that we will see some sort of visual representation of it. I get it. I get it. But why are you throwing it in in the very final episode? It, like, it, with the horrible payoff that we got. Anyway, so we've got lizard people in the mix. Uh, we see Eisenhower die with sort of like the guilt that he had based off of um, the deal that he made with aliens. We also see Mamie come into the forefront. Uh, we see that Eisenhower, we learn that Eisenhower got a deal from uh, Valiant Thor that he could live forever in Area 51, but he denies it because, or he declines it, I should say, because he wants to die based off of the guilt he feels about the you know Americans being kidnapped. Mamie wants to live forever, uh, we also learn that the aliens are involved with destructions, you know, like wars, the Vietnam War, Nixon's impeachment, etc., so that Americans do not question the disappearance of people and that sort of thing. So, and by the end of the flashback, I should say, Mamie and Calico end up meeting and um, form the duo that I never thought I needed in my life. I will say that. If I'm going to say anything positive, I'll say a couple little positive things. I loved Mamie and Calico together. Let me just say that. Anyway, so let's talk about the past. Aliens, lizard people, fudge. Let's talk about it all. Priscilla, I'm going to start off with you because you and I have been kind of copacetic throughout this run. Like, they have been haters. They have been disliking everything about it. But you and I, we have found joy in some of this what did you think of the flashbacks everything in black and white see i hated the introduction of the lizard people bit because i was just kind of like why did you introduce it right now it's it's so late in the game why but see why they did it just because they like it's it's ahs they throw everything in the kitchen sink at you all the time so it's it's it made sense but um 
What I liked is um, Mamia's deep throat. I thought that was like in- like insanely accurate to like what it would be in this time, like in this era, like being who who would be deep throat if it was this if it if it was up to these people do these sort of things in the in the in the covert in the dark mm-hmm. like it made sense at the so i liked that bit uh deep throat do 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 the music from the deep throat movie i guess i'm the only <laughs> and, one inside but um... and i really liked the death i thought the death was cool where he's like you two deserve each other i was like oh eisenhower with his deep burns I know, right? Okay, so the Mamie and the Deep Throat, that was interesting. Henry fucking Kissinger being a damn reptile person was so out of left field. Was it interesting? Yes. Is it interesting in the final episode when we literally have like 30 minutes left sans commercials? No. Why would you introduce that? in the final bits of the episode. At all. Makes no damn sense. And when you introduce them, it's kind of in an adversarial kind of way from the aliens. And I don't understand it. And why would you introduce them, and all of a sudden, like, right in front of humans, the lizard people are so careless that their eyes are changing, and their little lizardy tongue come out? Like, I was just like, what in the hell? Now, I will still say this. The black and white stuff was hella much more interesting, I would say, than the, than the future stuff. Even though Mamie was brought into the future. Um, but still, I was like, what? Vinny, I know you hated all of it, so tell me why you hated it. <laughs> it it's... So, I'm going to segue for a second to give you some context. and Because I, I yes. think I know why they did these four episodes. Okay, so oh, I... wait, wait, wait. Before I even say that, let yeah, me yeah. just say, I just want to put a little thing out there before I even forget to say it. Apparently, Valiant Thor is an actual real conspiracy theory. Our crack research team, a.k.a. Priscilla, sent me a link last week after we did the podcast. And it's apparently a thing. And there's a book out there written about Valiant Thor, an emissary from an intergalactic lesion or something that's based on Venus that it's rumored he came down here during the Eisenhower administration and stayed for three years and this and that and the other. I had no idea. I feel like none of us had any idea of that because nobody was like, oh, Valiant Thor is a thing because we all kind of thought it was ridiculous, but apparently it was a thing. So I just wanted to put that out there before I forgot. All right, Vinny, yeah. continue. Um, so when I was a kid, I, we would go to Florida, we go to Georgia, we would go anywhere in the United States, and I used to always tell my mom, like, we've never been out of the country, I want to go out of the country. So, one year, my brother was stationed up in Fort Drum, New York, and we had driven up to see him, and we go to Canada, to Thousand Lakes, for the day. And it was a great day, it was awesome, and as we were driving back over the border, my mother turned around in the back seat, and she's like, there, now you can never say, I never took you out of the country. I feel like that's what they're doing with these four episodes. They're like, now you can never say we didn't do aliens and did them for more than just like a backstory. Like, I feel like that's what they kind of did with these four episodes. It's like, 
like, okay, well, if we're going to half-ass something, what do we do? Why don't we do aliens? Let's give everyone aliens, and let's just, like, yeah, okay, uh, robot sex with Mamie Eisenhower and tentacles, right? And fudge. (laughs) And fudge and starfish. And, yeah, it's... This is just, this isn't even a hot mess. This is like lukewarm diarrhea. Like this, oh, this, these four episodes for me, I know, right? <laughs> I, it's just, it's incohesive because there's so many larger than life figures brought together and they're trying to like weave together all of these massive conspiracies and source it to like one source being the aliens, alien 50 or area 51. And, I get that part to an extent, but it's just like, if you were going to do that much, that's like trying to shove a watermelon in a, in one of those like paper, brown paper bags you used to take to lunch when you were a kid. Trying to shove a watermelon into calico. Yes, there you go. (laughs) You know, it's it's been incoherent. It's been lapsadaisical. And the things that I have enjoyed are not the things that should be the only things that I enjoyed. Like I've enjoyed calico. I've enjoyed valiant thor but i haven't enjoyed the stories really i haven't really walked away from this saying like oh that was cool i I, it's it's just hokey and i feel like they were i I don't want to say that they're trying too hard because i feel like they barely tried at all uh it was almost like somebody got really drunk went to wikipedia on one screen and like the no sleep reddit subreddit on the other screen and was like all right i got this and we ended up with what we ended up with i think they could have done so much better if they had decided we're going to either be in the past or be in the future, but we're not going to bounce back and forth between both. You know, half of an episode, half of an episode, and the next episode you get 10 minutes in the future and 40 in the past. I think it would have been better if they had fleshed both of the stories this season into full-length seasons. We didn't have enough time with these characters. We didn't have enough time to really get invested, and there's so much. It's It's just, like, literally, like... Last episode, you're throwing in Henry Kissinger, the lizard people, and, you know, we're getting the culmination of this story, but there's so much going on. And even worse, it's literally just another instance of when I thought we were going to come back from a commercial break and the end would happen. And then I realized, oh, shit, (laughs) the ending has already happened again. I literally said at the end of the episode, that's it? Yeah. And then I fast forwarded and that was it because it was just the end credits yep so i i think we've seen some great writing from them in the past i think that they tried to they they didn't even try they bit off more than they could chew trying to do two full stories in one season and another mistake was if they were going to do two they should have split it equally down the middle not done like four episodes and six and given preference to red tide I, i i think there was so much given to red tide and this this arc was just kind of like all right, well, this is all we got. Let's just throw everything in the blender and drink our alien fudge shake. Yeah. Yeah, I think the recurring theme, and I predicted this last week, is they should never do a damn double feature again. Period. They should have, you know, whether we've had, I mean, let's be real. We all have our favorite seasons. We all have our own opinions on what was a mediocre season. And I would have rather this to have been a mediocre season with an interesting story mm-hmm. versus it being a mediocre season without a fully expressed story. And the same thing that happened over on Red Tide 
happened here with Death Valley. The difference is, is that Red Tide had more episodes. So the episodes that were either great, good, or even interesting, you know, there were a lot more of those than the finale. I think we all really panned the finale, but the episodes before that, although we all had our difference of opinions, we could pick good things that were in the episodes that were interesting and that worked, and we could see what they were trying to do. The finale was just so rushed and haphazard that it kind of left Red Tide, you know, the tide it went in our mouth and it left a horrible taste. That's what the finale did. What happened here is that we only have four episodes, so it's they would they weren't even able to really properly convey a full story. You know, with the yeah. story on American Horror Story, whether we like the characters or not, we are supposed to feel stuff for the characters. This is a horror production, and one of the things about horror productions is you are supposed to either feel something for the characters. You know, you're supposed to like them, so you're supposed to root for them, so that if they die, we're supposed to care. Or you're supposed to hate them, and so it's kind of like torture porn. You're kind of happy to see them die. And there, we didn't really get any of that with this, just because we don't really know the characters as much. I will still say, they had interesting ideas. And I can see where they wanted to go. But you just couldn't get there in four episodes. Like, either, as Vinny said, five and five... Or do something you've never done before, which is give us a 20-episode season where Red Tide gets a full season's normal length, about 10 episodes, and then Death Valley gets about 10 episodes, and then the storyline could have been properly conveyed. The way that they did it with the flashbacks and then the flashbacks within the flashbacks was a little weird um, and a little bit jarring. I think they should have just done, like I suggested one or two podcasts ago, do the first, you know, whatever, three-fourths of, 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 of the thing, all in black and white, and then do a final episode of the future showing us the ramifications of the black and white. The cutting back and forth, the trying to split it in the middle of an episode of black and white in the past, and then in color in the present, was just a bit much. They were trying to do a lot, and they achieved... Nothing, unfortunately. Like, the internet is, is, is has been brutal about this season, but in particular this arc. Like, I read a lot more positive things, even after the disappointment of the finale. I've read a lot more positive things about Red Tide than I've read about Death Valley. And it's unfortunate, because it was still interesting. And I will still say this. The black and white stuff was beautifully shot. The theremin, um, the intrigue, it was fascinating. Um, sort of the the blank white void that we have to sort of live in 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 the present was lacking. Um, yeah. Okay. Let me. S um. I'm uh, officially stepping down from my soapbox, but uh, I will gladly help uh, Odina up on the soapbox now. <laughs> Odina, your thoughts on the black and white section in particular? I just. Ryan Murphy, listen to me. Listen to my voice. Well, no, no, no. Wait, let, let's actually do this. Because you mentioned Ryan Murphy. It was not Ryan Murphy that wrote this episode. I don't give a fuck. He's in charge of the whole no, no, damn... No. Well, no, let me... Because I want you to... There were four people that wrote this episode. So I just wanted to I get that, that out there. I noticed that, too. I noticed that, too. It's not one, not two. There were four people that wrote this episode. And Brad Falchuk has been... 
the 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 what do you call it the mean median and mode which is the one that's it, the one that repeats oh don't make me do math i know right i was trying to come up with a math quip but i don't even know the quip but he's the average he's basically I been featured in almost don't... every episode as a writer so if we're I going can't... to blame every new one it's going to be the co-creator of american horror story yeah. which is brad yeah. falchuk I'm going to blame fucking Ryan Murphy. Listen to me. I don't give a fuck who wrote what. It's the whole fucking thing. Red Tide, Death Valley, this whole thing has been a fucking mess. Not even a mess. It's just been a useless dumpster fire. I'm not even, I just don't even know how to put into words (laughs) my level of, like, fuck it. I'd rather watch Sharknado at this point. Sharknado deserves a fucking Grammy, an Emmy, whatever the fuck. (laughs) to this shit i the only saving grace was that i have respect for the actors and that's pretty much it everything else who decided let me get up on fucking q anon with the 12 year old whose mom doesn't know he's on this fucking website and just hear all this crazy shit like it's not funny it's not like a cute commentary oh look at all these conspiracy theories like it's just annoying and stupid i've never seen such a useless plot point in my life i didn't even know what the fuck was going on half the time because they kept jumping from the 70s to the this to the that like the lizard the lizard people i just i can't this whole thing who who like this i this is a production who was fucking like even if they shot this they wrote this they shot this whatever who was the idiot who was in charge of vetoing things telling people to edit this shit and being like this is good enough to go on air newsflash it's not good enough to go on air i'd literally rather watch any other stupid fucking d-level acting than this this was just absolute a waste of time i'm done i'm done because i'm angry i'm not even gonna go there this was just there was no sense there was no logic like, just Mamie's character, first of all, seeing a woman be just this fucking stupid, really, you're that, like, infatuated with your fucking man toy, like, vibrator that you're gonna, like, fuck everything and anyone, like, you're worried about fucking Thanksgiving and veteran, like, I just, this whole thing could have easily just, whoever is writing, fire them fire them whoever's in charge of like vetoing and editing and going through the process and telling a whole team's worth of people that this is good shit when it's not fire them you need someone else i this is by far the worst american horror story season i've ever watched in my life i'm sad that i even watched it what happened to the first two seasons like I'm done. This was shit. That's all I'm going to say. Ryan Murphy, I hope you're screaming somewhere in a mirror looking at yourself. Well, there you go. She blames Ryan Murphy. I'm going to brain blame Brad Falchuk because if you, know, you look at his wife, if you look at the, Oh, you mean Goop? Yeah, I never realized Brad Falchuk is married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, my yeah. God. If his taste in women is any indication of his writing capability, there's our answer. Yeah. Plot twist, Gwyneth wrote the whole fucking thing. <laughs> right? That'd be funny. But I'm blaming, blaming Brad Falchuk because Ryan Murphy only wrote two episodes this season. It was the first two episodes of Red Tide, which we all enjoyed. Brad exactly. Falchuk is the common denominator. There you go. That's a math term that, that counts. 
um, because he wrote nine out of the ten episodes. He he either wrote himself or he co-wrote with people nine out of the ten episodes. Well, what, Ryan Murphy doesn't have a mouth? He can't say, boy, what you doing with this story? I do not write like this. I'm sorry, no. He's busy over doing um, American Crime Story impeachment, uh, 911, the 911 spinoff, and a whole bunch of stuff on Netflix. He ain't worried about Brad Falchuk. He needs to be because he, Brad, you are destroying everything. I know, right? They should actually... They should get Manny Koto, who wrote some episodes that we liked on American Horror Stories. And he actually co-wrote some stuff here as well. Um, uh, They should have him, because I feel like he would probably do a better job than what Brad Falchuk has done. Bring back Harambe from the fucking dead. I'm sure he can write a better fucking story. (laughs) Not Harambe. He's currently a statue looking at the damn stock bull. I feel like I, okay, I, I literally, I didn't think they were going to come full circle to Red Tide like I, I, I said would be awesome last week. But no, like, there was no circle. There was yeah, not even, there was not even a line. And I thought of that like while I was podcasting with you guys, that popped into my head, and I'm like, shit, just let let us write this shit, Murphy, Calfa, because that's what I'm calling him from now on. Let us write next season, and we will probably do a better job. And the, here's the thing about it all, and Maddie, I will get to you in half a second. I just want to say, with American Horror Story, we're always looking for a connection to previous seasons. I mean, it doesn't have to connect to every single season, but American Horror Story is supposed to connect to one season, and then, you know, it's all, it's like the Marvel stuff, it's all connected, because it's connected yeah. to one season. Nothing in Red Tide, and nothing in Death Valley in my opinion, unless I totally missed it, connected to anything in any of the previous seasons of American Horror Story. This was almost like American Horror Story did American Horror Stories for whatever reason. It's like nothing connects, and I find that incredibly odd. And I kind of don't even want it to connect to anything, because... You know, there are vampiric people out there. There are apparently alien hybrids, which we will talk about when we get to the present stuff. But there are alien hybrids out there. Like, how the fuck is any of that supposed to connect with anything that we've seen with American Horror Story and the witches and the apocalypse, et cetera, et cetera? I'd even be happy next season if they start off that season premiere and it's a sequel to Cult and we find out that all of this was Fairchild having a nightmare. I would rather that than sit through this again. I really don't want a sequel to Cult. (laughs) I uh, don't either. Because that was the worst season until, I would say, Death Valley. I still like Mm -hmm. Red Tide better than Death Valley. Yeah, I, that's what I meant was Death Valley because Red Tide, like it, it, it had its issues, but at least it was. But we'll, we'll, I'm gonna stop. I'll let Maddie go. Yeah, it was entertaining and it had interesting characters. Okay, all right, Maddie. So we're still just talking about the black and white <laughs> oh stuff, gosh. if you can believe it. We will be moving in into the world of color in a moment. But your thoughts on everything in the past: Lizard People, Fudge, Mamie, and uh, Valiant Thor, our new best friend. Yeah. So just commenting on like obviously some of the stuff that you guys have already talked about. Um, the whole, um, flipping back and forth between years and stuff really confused me because every single time, um, a date would come up, 
on my screen, I was like, okay, what was the date before? Are we going back? Or are we going forward? Like, I couldn't remember what the dates were. And I just found they were so dumb. I also, uh, the new president, uh, what was it, Nixon? Yes. The president in charge. I was, the that whole storyline was so dumb just because we hated him anyways. And I was like, okay, now I have to have a storyline about this guy? Great. So it was just stupid. And, like, in my opinion, this whole episode was just completely just, oh, just astronomical bullshit. And it was funny because my, my parents kept coming down to see what I was watching. And they would be like, so what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, isn't this the last episode? I'm like, yep. And you don't know what's going on? Nope. <laughs> like, I was so lost all the time. And I kept checking Twitter um, throughout the episode to see what other people were saying. And so many people were like, you're introducing how many plot twists and plot holes and you only have 10 minutes left of the show. Like, you still have to answer all the other questions that we've seen in the past three episodes. Like, what are you doing? And um, I just, like I said, the whole lizard people, um, the wars, like about introducing distractions it was just, I was so tired. I'm like, where is this going? It's not answering anything. We're just still talking about the same stuff. And what I was really surprised of, like exactly what you guys were saying about writers and stuff, Sarah Paulson was the executive producer on this. She was the executive producer. She was EP on both. Yeah. Uh, Bo, um, Evan Peters was EP on, on Red Tide, but not on right. this one. I guess so he had like standards. She she thought that this was okay as well. And yes, we know that like this is I supposedly her last season on American Can I just Horror say Story. she always says that, so it's But I mean, I mean if it, it is much. girl, you did not go out strong. Like this is the last character that you want to portray. This is what you want to do. It was just um it was completely disappointing, in my opinion. Yeah. But she's Mammy Goddamn Eisenhower. She Who is. cares? <laughs> No, it's not like you're Jackie. Right, like, right. Or Michelle. Like, get out of my face. All right now. All right now. Um, I will say this as just a positive. I really liked Craig Schaefer's portrayal of Nixon. I thought it was out of, like, well, I think Neil McDonough was fantastic as Eisenhower in his own sort of take on Eisenhower. He was the only, he was the only character I liked. Like, hey, in the, in the yeah. black and white. Mm-hmm. I loved Cody Fern because Cody Fern is just awesome. And like you said, the guy who played Eisenhower, I just think those were the only two characters in the whole black and white that I actually enjoyed and everything else, even Sarah Paulson, I absolutely hated. Well, there you go. I will still give props to Nixon. I thought the actor did a good job of actually playing Nixon. As I was saying, McDonough kind of gives his own take on Eisenhower, which works um, as sort of like the lead of the black and white section. Um, some of the other supporting players, like uh, you know, JFK didn't really feel JFK-ish. Marilyn didn't real, really feel Marilyn Monroe-ish. I did like Mamie. I still do. Like I've, Sarah Paulson was fantastic. Is this the role that I want to remember her for? You know, if this is the last American Horror Story, no, I'd probably remember uh, Tuberculosis Karen more than Mamie Eisenhower. Um, but yeah, that's neither here I nor have there. A horrible question, mm-hmm. but 
There's something that bothered me about Nixon. Is that his face or were there prosthetics? They did prosthetics to actually try to make him look much more like Nixon versus like the actor that played Kennedy. Okay, good. Because that's what it looked like to me. And that was the reason that every time he was on screen, I found myself staring at his chin and his nose and everything coming out of his mouth turned into the adults on Peanuts. Because I was, it just bothered me so much because it was so obvious. I'm glad it wasn't really his face because I would have felt bad. Yeah, I will say the prosthetics wasn't the best, but it he actually did look like Nixon because Nixon. No, he like did. That. Yeah. So um, yeah, Nixon with Botox. It's like a mix of both. Like you know, it, it didn't look as good, but he actually looked like that. So <laughs> anyway, let's move into the world of Technicolor in the present day. A lot happens. Um, Mamie is involved in stuff. Um, Troy and Cal were dead because of their octopus alien human hybrid child. Uh, their 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 child together. <laughs> I know that you know they were start a family, but they died. Uh, and apparently, because the team killed, because uh, it latched onto one of like the security paramilitary people and so because the team killed the child theta had them wiped out so we do end up getting a perfect human alien hybrid and it kind of goes to what we thought but there was a twist so remember how troy you know had provided you know this beautiful alien human child but it just wasn't worth it so they end up killing it but they were like troy we like what you did, so we're going to keep you alive. So Jamie gives birth. Well, she's about to give birth at the same time as Kendall. And when Jamie provides an almost perfect alien-human hybrid, they kill the baby and her. And then Kendall ends up giving birth to the specimen, the one that they've been working 60 years, the perfect alien-human hybrid baby. And they kill Kendall as well, and they replace her with a giant doorknob? Like, that's what her head is. I could not watch my screen when they did this. Because you were laughing or you were disgusted? Or both? Oh, absolutely beside myself being like, this is what we're doing right now? Really? Can I just say there was a tweet out there from someone that was like, that was the best acting Kaya Gerber did throughout the entire series. Oh, no. <laughs> when she was a doorknob. Man, it's like, like they're trying to be a wannabe dead mouse, you know, like putting the big ball on somebody's head like a disco ball or something. Yeah, well, they made her a machine, so she would just, just... be breeding the children. Um, but come on, you put a big giant silver ball on her head. Like you couldn't have done it like more gory and like freaky. Like it. What I? Yeah. What am I watching? Uh, Death Valley. And okay, so once the word spreads, Mamie and Calico. Uh, well, Mamie ends up getting some more intel from Valiant Thor, and Valiant Thor is like, "We're gonna wipe out all of humanity because we're gonna take over because now we have the perfect alien hi- human." hybrid alien human hybrid clone no alien human hybrid alien human hybrid baby there you go because now they can i know right they can acclimate to, to the to the planet and they can survive and thrive and all this kind of stuff 
And even with Mamie's like, well, there are other ones out there. And he's like, oh, don't worry. We signed a little treaty. So the lizard people and, and uh, us aliens, we're going to be fine. Cool, copacetic. We can, um, you know, they're a little weird, but we're a little weird. So it's perfectly fine. We'll get into their strange, I guess, at some point. So they're going to wipe out all of humanity, the lizard people, and uh, these alien-human hybrids will live in unity. Because, you know, humans are trash, and they fucked up the planet anyway, and they're horrible people. <laughs> Basically is what Valiant Thor is saying. Mamie is like, Eisenhower would not have st stood for this, so she teams up with Calico, the pairing I never thought I needed in my life, and they're going to take down the aliens. They, She tells Theta, after she looks at the baby, like... You know, they're going to get rid of all of us. And she and Theta was like, oh my god, I never heard of this. This is brand new information. And so she's like, okay, well, we got to stop this. We're going to kill this uh, doorknob lady. We're going to kill this alien-human hybrid baby. And we're all going to be cool. Maybe grabs a, um, a, 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 what do you call that? A scalpel. Scalpel. And she's going to murk the baby. Instead of murking the actual breeding machine because i mean they could just make another baby i'm just saying she's gonna murk the baby but then theta's like oh you thought you hurt you thought you got reached my humanity because we don't still even know what the fuck theta is is she a human alien hybrid in like the first stages like I, we don't know what theta is so you thought you were going to reach into my humanity but that did not work i am all alien now or whatever the hell and so she kabooms Eisenhower's head, Mamie, goddamn Eisenhower's head. And then she turns to Calico, who's covered in the blood, and she's like, you know, we're going to need someone to mother these babies, you know, after all of your failures. Don't you want to be a mother to these children? And Calico's like, um, yeah, and fade to black. And much like right now, the silence was all of us saying, was that the end? As we're watching this live on the telly. And yes, that was the end. So, I don't even know who to pick first, but I feel like Vinny wants to talk. So, Vinny, I'm going to go to you. <laughs> As I see you muting and unmuting. I'm like, Oh, that's my stupid, my wireless mouse. Like, sometimes it double clicks when I'm, like, moving. It's, I need a new one. Oh. Um, Okay, well, there you go. It was a visual you, cue, though. Right, but you know what? I almost... This thing was such a shit show. I would have at least enjoyed getting a good laugh out of it. They should have just had the baby grow up to be Poppy. <laughs> like, the, the, like this, this was so far out there. Just, like, I, I... Oh, my God. Like, first off, Kaya Gerber is is getting up there with, like, K-Stu status with her her lack of ability. Like, I just... She, yeah, I had a feeling she was going to be the one that quote-unquote survived, if you call that surviving. But no, all of this was, I don't even know where to begin. I'm not even going to get into the details because you, you did a great job recapping it. And this literally kind of felt not like a finale, but maybe a penultimate episode. I, you know, I knew it was the finale and I found myself literally sitting there counting down the minutes till it was over because I was so ready to be done. But at the same time, like trying to figure out like where the fuck are they going with this? I literally feel like I'm in a car and it's being driven by someone who can't see, can't hear and is just like driving with their feet 
and we don't know where we're going, but we're going downhill, and there's a lake of fire down there. We might go into it, or we might not. It was just a disaster. It, it was completely just... The rug was pulled off from under you on what was a very lackluster episode to begin with, with a very abrupt and not precise end. Um, you know, I honestly thought we were going to come back and there was going to be at least some kind of flash forward with the baby grown up. And I don't know, having orgies with lizard people or marrying. I, I don't know. It, it, it could have been anything, but it, it was just it was one thing that I'm going to say to sum it all up. And that is no. I hated it. Okay. Well, that was fascinating. Um, I'm scared to even go there. But, Odina, do you have an opinion? I just... Okay, I did laugh when they put that fucking doorknob on that bitch's head. Because I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is going on here? That was funny. Um, it was, again, just an absolute fucking nightmare. Start to finish. Didn't care one shit about literally anyone in this entire house. I was just like, okay, Not cool. even Calico? No, I didn't give a fuck. She's also a dumb bitch. Oh, okay, so all these people want to kill, like, the entire human race, but they're asking you to... Like, their whole ideology of, like, humans aren't good enough to live, but we're going to pick a human to mother and grow and help, like, teach all of these perfect, like, hybrid beings how to grow into the world. Like, why would you want something that you think is not worthy of living to be the one to teach them or to like grow them. like it doesn't make any sense but the bitch was like okay like as if she didn't like if she ever runs out of use she's also dead like i just i just want to know what grade of like cocaine writers are smoking now like were they taking the pills and this is what came out of it like, are they turning into festers soon? Like, should I be concerned? It was just absolutely. And then the ending, like, I was just like, at least with Red Tide, for as much as I shat on the finale, like, you, there was a sense of conclusion. You're like, okay, all these, like, vampires are going out and pretty much wrecking havoc and starting an apocalypse. With this, you're just like, okay, cool, some babies were born we don't know if the aliens ever, like, break their treaty and decide to fight or if humans decide to fight back. No clue why humans are the ones, like, people are running around being like, we finally did it. And these humans are like, okay, cool, there's no consequences for us. Let's keep, like, gunning down our own people in favor of aliens. Like, I just, it was a hot fucking mess. I... I really wish I didn't watch it. Like, I really, really wish I didn't watch it because it was such a waste of time. Like, there was no rhyme or reason to anything. Just really awkward, really weird. What was the point of even having that chick's friend give birth? You might as well have just been like, okay, bring in the, like, brunette white chick and let's, she's the, like, we all knew she was going to be the one to give birth to the perfect being and whatever else. They didn't also, like... What differentiates these babies from one another? Because that baby looked like the same motherfucking baby from, like, the first one. So, like, what makes that one perfect and the other one not? Like, you never, we never know. Either way, um, if anyone hasn't watched this season, especially Death Valley, and is like, oh, maybe I should, don't. It's just there's no reason to watch it. 
Yes, there was no ending, was there? At least with Red Tide, there was an ending. There was really no ending for this one. It just, it ends, but it does not feel like an ending. Maddie Fitz, anything well, to add? Yes, bring it on. I mean, I think we're all on the same page in this. And so is Twitter and social media. Um, I, you know, our four main characters, main characters are dead, whatever. We, none of us were attached to any of them. So fine. Um, I did kind of enjoy Theta's character. Like I thought she did well at it. Mamie, I did not understand how all of a sudden, once she is told that the human race is gone, she immediately is like, oh, my people. Oh, it's like, oh, sorry. Like now you have a change of heart. Like just her whole, you know, personality change was just so abrupt and stupid in my opinion. It just made no sense. And uh, yeah. And what I was like, I did like Calico because I did like her acting, but I, I obviously her, her whole thinking was just very one tone in being like, Oh, I'm going to be the mom of everybody now. That's great. They're going to keep me forever. No, dude, they're killing the whole human race. You're going to be gone too. Like you don't think that they're just going to blow off your head too. Like you're not safe anywhere. But what really got me, and I was kind of, I'm sitting there and I'm listening and I'm like, this is what we're doing right now. So when they bring up the whole, we've watched your your race, we've seen you, you know, start wars and like be cruel to people and, you know, even Calico. I've seen people at their worst and I've seen them at their best, but like, I think we should give another species a try. It's like, why are we bringing up these big world issues in the last three minutes of the goddamn episode. And this is what we're all supposed to be sitting with and contemplating. Like, are you trying to make the viewers think about, oh yeah, maybe this is a, a good way. Maybe we should have aliens on our, pl-. what? Like, is this supposed to make me think that the human race is shitty and we need to do better? Like, is that what, what the writers wanted us to do? Being like, oh yeah, maybe I should be a better person. Like what? No, that's not even in the the plot. Like it's not in, any American Horror Story, like, universe of you're trying to tell the viewers to be better human race. And then it was just kiboshed in the end. Anyways, so what is the point of bringing up that whole, like, justice system and, and everything like that and humans need to change? It was just absolutely unnecessary. And when the credits started rolling, I immediately turned off my TV and I was like, well, I just lost an hour of sleep. I'm going to bed. So glad that's over. Can I just say that if the aliens are trying to make a better human race, clearly they're still down with white supremacy because all those little babies were white. Right? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> like, actually, though. And to Maddie's point, like, didn't they start half the wars on Earth, anyways, as a distraction? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So, like, what are they talking about? One does not know. So, Priscilla. Tell, talk to me about it. I, I don't know if I, you liked it. I know that we have been on the same wavelength. 
during Death Valley. We have been enjoying it a little bit more than our co-hosts. But what did you think of how it ended? I'm going to like the fact that they covered Kendall Carr's face with the ball and and stopped her stupid acting because her acting was terrible this entire time. <laughs> when she was like, you all are going to regret being like being the, the supreme leaders. I was just kind of like, am I supposed to feel sympathy for you at the time? Am I and Priscilla, to- like Priscilla, to your point, the other girl, like the black girl, like I was going to say, I, I don't think I mentioned it last episode that we were talking, but man, what was wrong with her and why was she just so okay with everything? Yeah, she's zoned out of everything. It's like she was drugged or something. She just, like she's just like, oh, well, we just have to do this and we just have to be comfortable here. And yeah, this is what it is now. And I'm like, aren't you like fired up? Like, why are you so complacent? Like, what are they giving you? I have no idea. There's something in those bugs that, the, those bug cubes that they're getting that let her be complacent or something. But I don't know, but I preferred her acting to Kendall Carr's acting, because... And that's saying a lot. I just, I hated it. I hated it so much. So when she got the ball on her head, I started to crack up. <laughs> but, it was an improvement yep it was it was a definite improvement and when Mamie started getting all fired up and she started hanging out with Calico I I liked the I, I liked their their relationship I thought that was kind of that that was kind of cute I thought that that yes. Calico being like yeah you like you've told this story a thousand times already i kind of already know that that you invented birthdays before so what do you what are you trying to pull here maybe like what do what do you want from from this from from this shit show and <laughs> when they finally just they they finally agree to go with theta and theta pulls the double the the double cross on them and says no I was never I was never relying on my human side I'm gonna be alien all this time and I I completely like you you saw it coming come on she's not she's not gonna she's not gonna appeal to her, her to her human side she's been alien and she's been mean this entire time what makes you think she's gonna be she's she's gonna disagree with everything that she's been brought up towards at the very end just because exactly she's in charge of that whole damn project she's the one that's giving the birth giving you know taking the children out and killing children and all this kind of stuff and all of a sudden she's gonna be like oh all this stuff that i've done for the past 60 years is wrong not to mention like if i were her i'd sit there thinking like oh I, i could side with the humans but looking at what I know of them, do you really think that they'll let me just enter their society looking the way that I do? That's a big fat fucking no. So, I mean, it was there was no way in hell she was going to choose to side with the humanity. Can I also say, I didn't realize until this episode that she had three nostrils. Yes. I didn't Same. either, actually. Same. Yeah. So, just, it was, it was the whole, the whole double cross didn't come as a surprise to me. So the whole, even though 
the whole double cross didn't come as a surprise to me. I liked the ending because it ended up with everybody dead. Because I was like, okay, fine. This thing is over, finally. Like, we ended up with exactly what what we knew was going to happen in the end. With everybody dead and with the aliens winning. Because we knew that was going to happen since the very beginning. Since the aliens came to Earth. There. Do you hear that, Falchuk? You have made Priscilla be happy that everyone was dead. Look what you've done. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, gosh. I will say, I did think the alien-human hybrid was adorable. I'll, I will say that. And the cupcake that Calico gave Mamie actually looked really delicious. For, like, a simple basic cupcake, it, I would have torn that cupcake up. I'm just saying. Now I want cupcakes. Alright, was there anything that I missed? A tiny little moment, a, a little s- smudge of fudge that y'all want to chat about before we get into the MVP? The only thing I will say is that I kept thinking that Theta reminded me of something and I couldn't put my finger on it until I just watched Doom Patrol tonight. And they have this psychedelic sequence where they play Lady Gaga. And I realized I half expected yeah. Theta to like bust out into bad romance. The only thing I will add is fuck this show. The thing I will add is I felt really bad for A Team, the 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 group uh, of soldiers when they were just kind of like, so what's B Team here for? Ah, they all get smirked. I was like, ooh, you guys suck. I feel bad for y'all. Yeah. Okay, MVP time. The most valuable player. State which character impressed you throughout the episode and why. Once a character has been chosen, they cannot be selected again. So, choose wisely. I never go first, so I'm going first, because it's the final damn podcast. Take that. But um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Mamie. Sarah Paulson in the black and white, in the color. Can I just say when she entered Area 51 and she just sort of sauntered down the hallway to, you know, the music from the oldies. It's just everything. I, I, I enjoyed Mamie G.D. Eisenhower. I'm assuming that's her legal government middle name. Um, I, I enjoyed her in the past and in the present. She was still stupid for thinking that Theta was down for the cause. But I I enjoyed Sarah Paulson playing, you know, Mamie Eisenhower, probably in a way that's making Mamie Eisenhower roll over in her grave, but playing her in a way that was interesting. So let's see. Let's, uh, Vinny. Um, man, this is like picking death by two equally gruesome methods. Um. Can I pick the tentacle baby for killing off two characters? Why not? <laughs> Actually, my pick though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let I'll let you have that, Odina. Then I will uh, I will go with Theta. I sal- good old salad fingers and uh, Triforce nostrils. Um, I-, I think the only element of this entire four arc series that actually was well done, in my opinion, the most would be Theta. That character was, I mean, kind of one note in some ways, but overall, 
they ended up doing exactly what I anticipated they would do, which is they wouldn't have any faith in humanity. I mean, hell, if I looked like that and I was the product of an alien human forced hybridization and I'd been living underground all these years, I'd have no faith in humanity that they would ever accept me. And I would have chosen to, you know, blow up Mamie Eisenhower's freaking head as well. Um, she was also the really only super creepy part of the season for me. Angelica did a really great job playing the character and the way that they moved and just the 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 mannerisms like were really great i i still don't think there was any redeemable qualities of this episode but if i if you had a gun to my head and made me pick one first it would be the tentacle baby and then it would be theta very nice all right and i did hold a gun to your head so yes yeah (laughs) i know you're suffering it's okay it'll be over soon it will Yes. Priscilla, your MVP and why? My MVP goes to Dwight D. Eisenhower because I thought his, like, show up to Mimi Eisenhower in the very end when he's just kind of like, you two deserve each other, was so fucking iceburn. I loved it. I just, I thought it was so good. I thought it was the best part of the of the um, past thing and just spiced it up for me a lot. I liked his scenes and I liked the fact that he was the only one that figured out that lizard people exist, even though it was supremely fucking obvious to everyone, even the viewers that Henry Kissinger was a lizard person, but nobody else noticed apparently, but yeah, definitely Dwight D. Eisenhower. Very interesting. We already know who Odina's going to pick, so I'll go with Maddie Fitz first. But Maddie Fitz, your boy was chosen. You've loved him. I know. But your other boy is not chosen, even though he didn't get I much guess, to do. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to go with the security guard that had, like, one... I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely, obviously. I think, I think Cody Fern, Valiant Thor... Just because he never changed. He never changed. He always was a deck. And he was consistent. And he did it well. Obviously, I feel... I honestly feel bad for all the actors and actresses in the season. Because they just have so much... Except for Kendall. But, I mean, they just have so much potential and stuff. And to see them get wasted like this is is kind of sad. But, yeah, Cody Fern... And Odina. That motherfucking tentacle baby for giving a swift death to everybody and also dying quickly so it didn't have to live through this shit show. Can I just say <laughs> that would have had a little bit more sting had Vinny not trying to take the tentacle baby. So. You know, the funny thing was I thought nobody would pick that because I couldn't think of anything. And I was like, oh, but see, Odina, great minds think alike. We just know a hot pile of shit when we see it. Yes. So, now it is time to rate to the episode. How would you rate this episode on a scale of 1 to 10 UFOs? The point system is loud. I can't believe I have to read the next line, but I do for continuity's sake. If you found the episode exceptional, deserving of more than a 10, you may grant it the coveted golden UFO. It'd be funny if y'all gave it a golden just as an FU. But anyway... Odina, how would you rate the season finale, the final episode of Death Valley? Am I allowed to give, like, negatives? They owe you a UFO? 
like negative 10 UFOs. <laughs> oh my god, you're psychic. That's what I was going to pick. <laughs> like, because that's what it would get if I'm allowed to do negatives. If I'm not, like literally 0.25. Oh, I actually like the point two five because that's even more of a like an fu than the negative. I think because you're not even giving it a one, and you're not even you're not even going to give it a zero. It's a point two five. Point two five, just because I know that there are people who worked on this who were just doing their job and probably knew that this was going to be the worst thing to grace horror TV, and they were just like, "Look, I I need a paycheck." All right, we got a point two five, y'all. Vinny. So, like, I get that there are people who worked on this, and I tried. I tried to think. I had a backup in case negative wasn't the way we were going to go, and I have a decimal point as well, and that's going to be point zero five. I <laughs> did not enjoy this episode. I think that they can definitely do better. I think that Ryan Murphy needs to stop sowing his wild oats in other areas of American blank story and bring it back to where it's good in his original. Because if we've got, we've already been approved all the way up to season 13. And if this is what a preview, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to podcast about it, but I would like it if I actually liked it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I just, this entire season, this little arc here, Especially, it's just been an absolute torture for me to watch. I find myself, like, looking at my phone, looking at my knitting, sitting here wondering, like, what what the hell crack cocaine they snorted or smoked or shoved up their veins mixed with some weird chemical to come up with this. And the fact that it actually passed through editing and more people looked at this and, like, no one along the way ever sat there and said, what the fuck? Like, this arc could have been great. They could have done so many American Horror Story-esque things with it and added their flair to the aliens. We never got a a continuum back to uh, a callback to Asylum. We barely had any cohesive story. We just, we were taken on this, you know, I'll tell you what, it reminds me of the Mummy Ride at Universal Studios. It looks really freaking cool from the outside. It has all these great images and like the building is massive and you get inside and the ride is over in less than two minutes. And you were so disappointed after all this that build up. And that's yeah. yeah, like that's even what with I feel the like. fake stop. Yes. <laughs> like it must be the same down in Florida if you haven't been to the one out in California. Yeah, it's I really I'm I'm holding them to a higher threshold. This is season ten, y'all. I mean, they should have known better by now. And I almost feel like maybe Ryan Murphy wrote the first two episodes. It was like, here, y'all have fun. I'm going to go do something else now. And this is what we got. I I would have rather just have had a full season of Red Tide. And maybe that would have been much better. This episode specifically, though, I I could not constitute giving it anything. I wanted to give it like a negative 10. But I'm going to go. I'll I'll give it a 0.05. I'll be nice. That's as much as I'm going to do. All right. I like it though, because it's. I think the decimal points are hella shadier than the negative. I'm just saying. You get an E for effort. <laughs> yeah. All right. So a point zero five, a point two five. I feel like there's only one way we can go, and that's up at least a little. Maybe I don't know. Maddie Fitz. All right, so we're talking. We're rating this on UFOs, right? 
UFOs, yes. Well, this episode, the UFO crashed. Oh, <laughs> the only little pieces? It crashed into tiny pieces. There was no alien inside. It was pure disappointment. I, I don't know. I don't even know how to rate it. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe a one. But the UFO crashed. It crashed real hard. And like my heart, it's in pieces. All right. So we actually have a full point. So there's one UFO. <laughs> We're at 1.30. Yes. Okay. Priscilla. I think I'm going to give it a four. I think it, I think the parts that I enjoyed, I really did enjoy. I just think that it was hampered by stuff that was useless, like the lizard scenes. And I think the bad acting at the very end with Kendall. And I just think the ending itself left much to be desired. It was just kind of like a, oh, and that was it? And what happened to the rest of it? What what's what's there left for humanity, or what's there left for us to do? And usually, the 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 endings give you like a wink and a nod, or like are kind of like a symbol of hope, or just something. And this one, it was just everything's dire, nut, and everybody dies because you hate everybody because no nobody's likable. So if that's what you end up with humanity, like what sort of lesson is there to learn from that, that humanity sucks, that we all suck, that we need to do better. Like it's, it's exactly what, um, what one of my co-hosts just said, like this, this, this sucks. This is, this is a stupid ending. So a four for sure. Okay. So we, we got a four. I am, I'm going to give it a three, which is very low considering how I rate. Um, the ending, there was no ending, so that was completely disappointing. The black and white stuff was interesting, but why are you throwing in stuff at the last minute that did not need to be there? The present day stuff could have been so much more, but it it was what it was. I mean, basically, we, we were headed in a direction that we thought we were going to, and there wasn't even a twist. This is an American Horror Story. We need a twist. So it was just, it was disappointing. Anticlimactic is probably the best word that you can use to describe this episode. It was anticlimactic. So... Now it's time to give a letter grade to, not the entire season, remember we already gave a letter grade to Red Tide. We're giving a letter grade specifically for the Death Valley story, the four episodes that encompassed Death Valley. A letter grade of A, B, C, D, F. Pluses and minuses are allowed. This is going to be interesting. Because I feel like we're going to get a similar result. We're going to go in the exact same damn order that we went before. So, Odina, you get to go first. F plus. The plus, again, because I know somebody needed this job. 
Otherwise, it would be worse. Um, I thought maybe because of the, like, just the niche, I guess, quirky coolness of at first seeing the UFOs and whatever the fuck else in the first episode was cool. But, like, literally halfway through the first episode, I was uninterested, annoyed, bored, didn't fucking care for any of the characters, with the exception, slight exception, of Eisenhower, the president, which I don't even like American presidents as it stands in general. Um, Yeah, just overall, Brian Murphy, the other guy, Brian, what's a who's it fucking, like, hire someone. If you don't want to write, just say it. It's the laziness for me. Like, grab a ghostwriter work some magic, pay them a decent wage, and get someone who has good creative skills to throw together a cohesive storyline and just stop making all of your actors carry the weight of, like, having to give a good season because they can only do so much, and this shit, it ain't gonna fly. So, F+. Vinny. Z minus. <laughs> no, I won't go that far. I'm going to co-sign with Odina in the F range, but I'm going to give it an F minus. Um, I just, you know, overall, I had some hope that I might enjoy these four episodes when we found out they were going to be about aliens. But honestly, as this season continued from Red Tide heading into its end and this heading into its beginning, I... I became more and more disappointed with what we got after waiting for almost two years. And that's why I'm being so harsh. You know, you had an extra season where you did not have to air. You weren't filming. You could have spent all of that time developing, writing these characters and creating a story that your fans who have been waiting passionately all this time to watch with voracious hunger would have devoured and could have completely reinvigorated the American Horror Story franchise and scored it you know, uh, more fans, you know, we're in the pandemic and people were were working from home. So people have more access to TV. There's so many things that could have happened had this gone well. And this was just a disaster. It was an utter disaster from the, for me, from the first episode of death Valley to the end, it was a shitty way to end this season. And it really leaves a poor taste in my mouth for the fact that like, it's very clear that Ryan Murphy, in my opinion, is not as involved as much as he used to be. And it really, it establishes some concern on my part of the future of the franchise. If this is the quality of writing that we are going to get from, from here on, I do believe that they have so much potential. We've seen some fabulous, fabulous storylines, you know? Yeah. There's always the Murph in the middle of the season and all of that, but you know, most of the seasons I've liked, there's only been a couple that I really didn't enjoy. And this is one of them, you know, the other being called. So I, I hold them to a higher standard, and I definitely feel let down. I'm disappointed. This didn't feel like American Horror Story to me. This this felt like an extended American Horror Stories episode where they aren't afraid to venture out and do other things. And at the end of it, I, I just I didn't enjoy it, and it, it didn't feel quality. So I'm going to go with an F- because they can do better. That was the question I have, and this is no shade to anybody here, and I'm not trying to out anyone here. But I was an A and B student. Like I've never received an F. Is there such thing as an F plus and an F minus? 
It depends on if your teacher actually chooses to use the plus or minus. A plus indicates that you're above five, and a minus indicates that you're below. So, like, a 96 would be an A plus, and a 93 would be an A minus. Well, no, I know the, about the A pluses. I, I, I love me an A plus. But um, are there F pluses? Isn't uh, it just an F? I've gotten, I think it does depend on the, I've gotten, well, I mean, I'm ashamed to admit it, but yeah, I got an F plus once. You got an F plus? <laughs> I didn't do the assignment and I was given a day to do it and I could only do so much. And so I got an F plus on it for, yeah, (laughs) but I think it was the teacher. I think technically F is everything under 50, if I remember correctly, but teachers might choose to do if it's in the higher range of under 50%, then you're an F plus. And if you're in the lower, you're an F minus. It depends on how much of an asshole they are. Wow. All right. All right. All right. Learn something new every day. Maddie Fitz. Maddie Fitz, Maddie Fitz, Maddie Fitz. Yeah, so I've been thinking about this. <laughs> and I think I'm just going to go with the D minus <laughs> because it was super disappointing. Like, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed because some majority of the actors besides Kendall were all great. Like, love them. And, you know, it's not like these are new actors and stuff. Like, some of them were new, but, you know, you know, are hardcore people from so many seasons past. And it's hard to kind of hate on them because I feel like it's not them, right? It's it's absolutely the writers and the producers and stuff. But, yeah, the season was just a flop. And if we could have, you know, done Red Tide the way it should have been... Uh, I think the season actually would have been so much better. And like I said, we love the first two seasons or the first two episodes of Red Tide. We absolutely love them. And I almost thought this was going to be the best season ever. And it's just been absolutely downhill from there. So, yeah, D minus. We got a couple F's in the in F, F is F's in the plus and the minus area. We have that was a D minus, correct, Maddie Fitz? Correct. All right. Priscilla, how would you grade Death Valley? I'd give it a D. This is straight up D because it was, it had its high points in the beginning of the series of the season where I was kind of like, this is going to be a good season. I'm interested and I'm interested in the aliens. I'm interested in what they've got going on. But then it just got, weird and it just it's in instead of being a good weird it just got a boring weird and it just it never really got better and you notice that it dragged on with one half of the series being bad and the other half being good and the other and slowly that other half just started getting more and more just disjointed and weird and and the end just pooped out and just wasn't very good so yeah d Priscilla just said the end pooped out. <laughs> Those were her words. I'm just repeating them. <laughs> okay. I am going to give it a D plus. And I'm giving it a D plus because there was a lot that was interesting this season. Uh, as I've said, and I've been consistent with this, I enjoyed the black and white part. The stuff in the past was interesting. It was disjointed. It was told in a weird way because we would be in in one time frame. 
listen, people, y'all are confusing many fits. We were in one time frame, and then we went back to the past three years ago, and then we jumped to five years in the future. And I will say this, I wasn't as confused as Maddie Fitz, but I was confused too. Like, it, it was a lot. And so the disjointedness was very mucho, and it was not needed. It was not necessary. Um, some of the performances I thought were really good. Some of the performances were not as impressive. The present-day stuff was lacking. I mean, there was a lot of potential on both sides of the story, and it's just incredibly disappointing that they're, they're, they didn't fulfill the promise that there was. So, um, a D-plus for disappointing. You know. Yeah. This is usually the part of the podcast uh, during the season finale where I ask the question, you know, any predictions or any hopes for the next season. I feel like I can collectively say for all of us, A, please do better writers, and B, don't ever in your life do a double feature again. We will. We would rather take one crappy story that has gems in it versus an interesting story that ended horribly to a story that really went nowhere because it had no time to tell the story. So, I'll just keep it at that. And on that note, we would like to thank everyone for joining us these past 10 episodes. Here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just search for Are You Afraid? Double Feature. And subscribe. Thanks, announcer. My co-hosts, for the final time this season, please wish the listeners a good night, starting off with Maddie Fitz. Good night, everybody. So sorry you had to endure this with us. But hopefully next time, it'll be much, much better. It was very adorable that she said, sorry, in the Canadian sorry. That was I'm sorry. Beautiful. Oh, she's sorry so- for the sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Odina. Good night, everybody. Hopefully the tragedy that was this season did not leave you with any nightmares. Um... Ryan Murphy, slide into the DMs for new ideas. I've got a lot kicking around for you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Priscilla? Good night, everybody. I really hope that next season will turn out to be better than this season. It's got to be. It's just got to be. I love it. Positivity. And Vinny? I truly hope that you come across this recording after watching this dumpster fire and we act as a fire extinguisher for the anger in your heart after suffering through what we just did. Until next year, my dears, it's been a blast.
Yes, we do it for you, the listeners. Thanks for tuning in. From all of us here at Are You Afraid? Double Feature, we wish you a good night.